Today's podcast episode is for you if you are a career-minded individual. By career-minded individual, what I mean is you are unhappy in the job that you are in and you want to change that job. You are unhappy with the career that you are in. You want to try something new and excel in the new line. Whatever may be the situation, today's podcast episode is for you. The core idea behind today's podcast episode is from an interaction that I recently had with one of the listeners of my radio show who emailed me a while ago and I asking me a question about a job change situation he was going through. I went back and forth with him on email and his point was his resume is the only issue. His experience, his credentials, all are good. He somehow has an issue with his resume. And I got on a call with him when I realized that I was not able to address the issue that was going on. We are going back and forth on this. I got on a call and explained to him that his resume is not the issue as much as he thinks it is. But towards the end of our call, towards the end of the conversation, he was trying to hire me to write his resume. I said, I don't write resumes. I don't call myself a career coach, even though I have done multiple seminars, workshops specific to designing a breakthrough career, which was a seminar I used to do many years ago. But I don't look at myself as a career coach. I, that's not the tag I carry on me. And I think you should hire a professional resume writer to write the resume. But during that conversation, I gave some pointers to him, which I want to share with you today on this podcast. So stay with me. The first and the foremost thing, there are two parts to this, two parts to this discussion, which is how do your employer or anybody who is hiring reads your resume? How do they read the resume? And how do you write your resume? Two parts. For example, how do I do this podcast and how do you listen to this podcast? How do I write my blog posts? How do you read the blog posts? There is a formula for writing and there is a formula for making them listen the way they want you to be listened to. So there is a way that I'm expecting you to listen to me on this podcast. There is a formula I'm using. I'm going to explain the formula just in a second here. So this is interesting where this is going. So first and the foremost... The biggest mistake people make in their resumes is they want to convey brilliance. 95% of all resumes is brilliance. What people are expecting from you, what your prospective employers are expecting from you, or whoever is reading your resume to hire you, the hiring managers, they are expecting from you is, of course, brilliance, but then a majority what they're expecting is common sense. By common sense, what I mean is, do you have the skills, do you have the experience, and do you have the knowledge? Those three things, they are trying to see that you are presenting that in whatever you are presenting in LinkedIn profile or your resume. Okay, What it does, skills, experience, and knowledge, what these three things, what they do is, they establish position possibility. You are possible for the position. That's the first thing they are doing. Then they are trying to see if you have a willingness 
and capability to do the job. The second thing. The third thing they're doing or they're trying to read is do you have interpersonal skills? Finally, the last one is they're trying to see if you have energy and initiative. These are the four things in the resume they're seeking. Once they go beyond step number one, within which they have established position possibility, they are looking for the willingness, capability, interpersonal skills, and energy and initiative. In your resume, you somehow have to take words, phrases, languaging patterns, and create a resume that specifically expresses these four things. That's all there is to this. These four things. Instead, what people do is they view complex words. Led this, you know, transformed this, initiated this, triumphed this. All these, you know, these words, they take you away from common sense. If you're reading a resume, you need to feel good. You know, somebody's reading your re resume, they need to feel good. You see, if you are a listener to this podcast and you have heard other episodes that I have done, one point I have consistently kind of mentioned multiple times across all my podcast episodes or most of the podcast episodes, which is people are driven by the depth of your conviction rather than the height of your knowledge. If you show your success, you make people sick. You show the real you who has gone through challenges, faced obstacles and created success. That means you are empowering the reader or the listener. There is a way to convey this. Now, this is what they are trying to read. Let's get into what you should do. First and the foremost is you need to secure their interest. Whoever is reading your resume, you got to secure their interest. That's where it starts. The second is you create curiosity. So let me give you an example. Did I secure your interest when I said, if you are a career-minded individual, today's podcast episode is for you. I secured interest. Okay. And then I said, I spoke to someone and I told them what to do. I had a conversation with an individual who called me, who emailed me. I created curiosity. Then this whole discussion about how the employer reads your resume, how do you present your resume is all building desire. So I'm building desire in you right now. And then I do all these things with enthusiasm. I'm conveying enthusiasm. So if you are writing a resume, these four things. Now, how they read, I told you. What you have to do is secure interest, create curiosity, build desire and convey enthusiasm. You do that not necessarily in the resume, but the way you present your resume. One of the elements most people do not do or do not focus on doing, which is all these four things can be conveyed in a good cover letter. They don't write cover letters. Now, listen, this is a topic, this career, job, searching, applying, getting responses. This is me who is doing this, who not necessarily wrote a resume 
in a level where I go and look for a job. I have not done it. I have done it in bits and pieces if I'm looking for a, a consulting opportunity or maybe a client said, send me your resume. All this is coming from a guy who never did these things. So you should take whatever I'm telling you on its face value. So if you don't want to attribute any authority to me, I understand that. But I tell you, I have consulted and coached numerous people through this problem. So I know exactly what I'm talking about. Cover letter, key, Silicon Valley, where I am, most of the software engineers, they don't even care for cover letters. And that's a big difference. It is a difference. It makes a huge difference. Now, I told you how they read your resume. I told you how you present a resume. Now, presenting a resume starts with a good cover letter. Of course, good languaging in the resume and all that. But here is where this goes in different directions. Listen, they just are not looking at your LinkedIn profile. They are looking at you in through multiple different dimensions. They are looking at you from your Facebook profile. They are looking at you from other social media accounts that you have, Twitter, things. All those even though they are micro things, but they do all add up to this gigantic, you know, buildup of who you are. So it's possible that by the time you are giving your real resume, you have been presented by everything that you have done on all these platforms. So be careful how you comment, how you express yourself, what you say, what you not say, all this. So just to tell you this, I run a daily podcast. If you go to my website, srinisaripali.com, you will see all the episodes there. Anybody who Googles the name gets all the details about me. If I present a resume to someone, don't you think they have everything about me? They know exactly what my emotional quotient is and how I talk, how I present, what I say, what I not say, how do I contradict myself. They probably can listen to five episodes from across four different years on this podcast and they can see that I have contradicted myself multiple times in these podcast episodes. Possible, right? It's possible because I'm a content machine producing this stuff. I will contradict myself. Of course, because I'm growing too. I'm So you come back and ask me the same question uh, a year from now, you'll have a different answer. It's not about simply writing a resume. You got to present your resume. So when he called me and said, I'm going to hire you to write my resume, I said, it's about presenting your resume. It's not about hiring. And this is exactly what I conveyed to him. And I said, you got to secure interest, create curiosity, build desire, and then convey enthusiasm in all different platforms, including your cover letter, including your resume. And that's when you have, you stand a chance to succeed. Now, I'm not saying if you do all these things, you'll get a job. That's not the point of this podcast. That's not it. That's not what I meant when I spoke to this gentleman. But this is what I know. This is, these are, you know, there are some fundamentals and those fundamentals have to be addressed. That's all for now from this podcast. I don't want to extend this. I have some few thoughts, some few more ideas. That's all for now. I'm going to stop here. I'll be back here again tomorrow and we'll continue our conversation. I'm thankful for you being a subscriber. Thankful that you are listening to the podcasts and if you're liking what I'm sharing with you, not only on this podcast today, but all the other episodes, then do me a favor, write a review, write a comment, give a rating, share it with your friends and family. If you have a question, then call in into my podcast line, which is 888-818-0404. That's the line 
into this podcast that's the same number into my office that's the same number into my radio show that's all i'm done take care bye now